Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, yeah, baby. Five goals. Just like El Paso, Max is getting slapped in the face by five. <laughs> Welcome into the PHNX Rising post-game show. That's right, we're holding up the five for five goals tonight as Phoenix Rising dismantle, uh, humiliate, uh, demolish, derail, bring El Paso locomotive off the tracks, whatever you want to say. It was a standout offensive performance throughout the entire match. Defense kept the clean sheet. Really one of the more impressive moments, not just of the season, really seemingly in recent memory for this team, but it was a really good performance from end to end, start to finish. I'm Max Simpson, joined by Owen Evans. Owen, how are we feeling? It's 5-0. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I got to ask the question. We'll, we'll break this down in some ways. It could have been a lot more. As Brett actually says in the chat there, could have been seven. Yeah. But hey, five. Five goals. Look, when you come off a 5-0 win, you have done so well. And look, after the game, Juan's very humble in his comments. He says, look, El Paso, they're a good team. And he's right in some degrees. You've seen this team put together wins in El Paso. You saw yeah. how well they did earlier this season. Recently, they have fallen off a cliff. We've seen earlier in the season rising come up against those kind of teams that have been struggling, that have not been able to find form, and they yeah. haven't been able to make it count. That's often been when those teams have started maybe a little bit oh, of a yeah. bounce back. Tonight, not the case. Phoenix Rising, merciless merciless Ooh. and especially Ooh. Danny Trejo but the team as a whole merciless yeah I mean yeah to, to your point and seeing like you said Brett could have been seven right we we had a penalty that wasn't even called we had countless chances the, the keeper diving for the ball with his hand 30 yards outside of it of uh, of the goal like it was mayhem this could have been a way worse match for El Paso much more favorable for Phoenix Rising but I think this is something where and this call me crazy i believe that to me i think the way that this match played out with the chippiness with the way that they found goals i was even more impressed and i was very impressed by the memphis match but i came away with the takeaway being rising was a bit more intuitive in the first half with their goals and granted it opened up the second half but the way that they were playing those through balls the way that carlos harvey was finding danny trejo danny trejo making the right runs for the first goal that he assisted the second uh the second goal of what which is the first one he scored it was something where that is not easy to do and they made it look easy tonight yeah absolutely i i think again it was as, uh, there's another one in the comments in here. Scott actually saying probably the best job this team has done breaking lines all season. Correct. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Um, and I think the thing that is 
we, we've said this many times. When you put Danny Trejo through in those kind of moments, you find him, you manage to get that ball, he's not going to miss. Well, today they were feeding him constantly. Oh, it yeah. was constant every single time. Carlos Harvey, perfect example of a guy who's just linking up perfectly. Oh, yeah. Looking forward there. I think beyond that, we also saw uh, Donnell King, I thought, had a very good oh, game yes. himself. Um, I mean, on the first goal, he, he leaves that ball. I think there are other players who would have gone for it. He leaves that ball seeing that, that Trejo is through there and that he can slot that through. Let's Trejo get it across to Manjoma for a, a pretty easy goal in the end. They make it look easy, even though it's really not. Um, yeah. Just what a, what, a, what a overall performance, I think, in so many different aspects of this game. I feel as though El Paso, they had a couple of chances, but not many. Um, when they did have those chances, Rocco Rios Novo comes up big. Oh, yeah. Rising uh, again, it was just merciless. It was just utterly merciless in the attack. Yeah, no, absolutely right. I mean, I think you you praised Darnell King. Um, I mean, right. Listen, we, there others have been critical about um, his attacking play in the past. Uh, maybe not, you know, uh, maybe not the one people are looking for to put up a shift moving forward in those attacking places. Something that we've even said in the past, and he absolutely did that on numerous runs, even ones where he wasn't getting the ball. That man created so much space and overloaded on that right-hand side. There were um, some beautiful one-twos being played. They were just in overlapping positions where. El Paso didn't have an answer at all on that on that right hand side for rising left hand side for um, the El Paso defense. It was absolutely clinical. And that's really where you see the goals come from really launching from that side of uh, stat lackey Reese even kind of gave us a, a heads up that uh, on the four goals that they conceded against Miami, other than the penalty, which was also drawn from El Paso's left hand side, everything came down from that left hand side of uh, Paso's defense saying that Rising exploited. They did their homework. You mentioned Stat Lucky Reese. Should we have a look at the uh, the stats from this game? Let's do it. Let's have a look at the numbers. All righty. Yeah. You want to start yeah. us off? Uh, us. So there's a big number five at the top. That, that's goals. It is. Um, it and is. then there's a zero next to El Paso. So Great that's stuff. a that's a good start for a start in here. Start. But what you actually see here is just how clinical Rising were yeah. in a lot of ways. Eight shots. You only had eight shots. They made them count phenomenal when they Big actually time. worked it forward, when they actually Beautiful. managed to get into those positions. And that just speaks to, I think, this is kind of what Juan wanted to do in a lot of ways. He yeah. wants his team to not be the team that overwhelm you with shots and shots and shots, but one that are playing good football, beautiful to the eye, that is going to, when you create chances, you're creating good chances. I mean, yes. again, you look at that, eight shots for Rising, 13 for El Paso, yet Rising's XG is 2.11, El Paso's is 0.67. It's uh, I, El Paso yeah. doesn't even match the penalty. The no. penalty alone has a higher XG than El Paso had all match. I'm no uh, mathematician, but if you are uh, not many if things, you, <laughs> If you have five shots on goal and all five of those are going in the back of the net, I'd say that's pretty darn efficient to me. Or you'd say a pretty poor goalkeeping performance as well. Uh, maybe it's a little a bit, maybe a little bit of, of both. It's a mixture of the two, I think. And a part of that, actually, as we look beyond just these numbers, is I felt as though El Paso were a, a bit calamitous in defense i've got to be honest it was very uh very dodgy very very angsty very, dodgy, very, angsty. Angsty. It was there very was, chaotic I, I tweeted at half time that i felt that what i was watching was a team whose confidence was lower than the base of the grand canyon okay <laughs> nice. that's how they looked nice. they were they were sloppy their heads were dropped constantly everyone i've spoken to who, who's following this team in any way shape or form all says the same this team for these last few weeks have just looked like they are out of it yep. completely out of it their, their confidence is completely shot. You've got good players, but they aren't seeming to be prepared to be ready to, to be out there in these moments. And when you're faced against a team like Phoenix Rising, they're going to go aggressively against yeah. you. Um, that we're actually pressing, I thought, quite well tonight as well. Um, 
it really leaves them in a spot. Whereby, I mean, look, how many times did their goalkeeper come out in very awkward situations? Oh, God. I mean, could, he, have, could have messed things up. He, he gave that one away to Dan Trejo. Again, that's the one I alluded to when we were kind of introing in that, um, right, like, get, tries to kind of clear slash pass the ball, goes right to Danny Trejo. Luckily, I didn't get chipped, and that's where he's diving for the ball 30 yards outside of the goal, 10, 15 yards outside of his own box. Like, really weird performance. Uh, honestly, could have. Somebody uh, maybe argue gone red for that, but either way, it was it was crazy. No, no, he couldn't have gone a red because the advantage was, was played. Was Once advantage That's is played, a, a red card <laughs> denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. There's no obvious goal scoring yeah. opportunity denied at that point, so it's downgraded to a yellow card. Correct decision in law. We can get into the question as to whether he should have been sent off later in the game as well. Um, yeah. I've got some opinions on that one. Do you want to hear him? Let's do it. All Let's right. Well, it. you've got a mass confrontation late in the game. You've got a goalkeeper that leaves it. I, here's the thing, right? If you're a goalkeeper and there's a mass confrontation going on, you're the only guy on the field on your team that everyone knows where you were before and you, you sure were not in the opponent's half. You, you just weren't there. Um, yeah. It's obvious that you've traveled a large distance to get involved in that kind of a mass confrontation. Yes. Normally, to me, if you travel that kind of distance... I agree with BJ here. You travel that kind of distance. You get involved in the incident other than just pulling your guys away. Yeah. You are an obvious candidate to pick up a yellow card. I think he's saved in that moment by the timing and by the desire to ultimately at that stage keep 11 players on the field because it's so close to the end of the game. Hmm. Um, I do wonder if that happens 10 minutes earlier, does he get a second yellow? I was surprised, actually, we saw three minutes of stoppage time added on at the end of the game. I personally would have expected, especially with a, a mass conversation just before, a 5-0 scoreline, ultimately knowing that nobody wants to be on that pitch at that point. Everyone yeah. just wants the game to be done. Yeah. Rising want to celebrate. El Paso just want the, the, it to be over. Yeah. I was expecting it to be a very quick after the 90th minute, see the, the full-time whistle go. Sure. They didn't go with that. They went with the three minutes. I mean, it's not wrong, but... Eh. It's, a, it's a strange move in that moment. Yeah, you got to do it, though. It's not the law. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Um, but, hey, still. I, and, I mean, there's, there's one other thing which I know people are going to ask. Um, what even happened to cause a matchup at the end? Great question, Robert. I don't actually fully know. Um, there was yeah. a hard foul. Yes. Um, the yellow comes out immediately. I see the silver, the referees in there quite quickly with the yellow card, yep. trying to defuse it in that way. The problem is that in this kind of a game, that can still be a flashpoint. You've got a team that are very embarrassed out there that have been embarrassed for weeks and they're not going to take kindly Ew. to hard fouls necessarily at those kind of moments. In the, uh, I mean, incidents that happen, those kind of things, it escalates stuff quite quickly. Yeah. Um, and he was very slow, I think, getting out of the melee, the referee, when it yeah. became obvious that the immediate diffusion tactic of running straight into the middle, being present at the spot of the foul, pulling the yellow card very quickly... When it became obvious that that wasn't going to prevent a mass confrontation, he was quite slow to back out, to get back out of that situation yep. and to move to a role more of observe and react rather than um, being in the middle of it and having to just kind of deal with the fact that you've got people surrounding you, pushing and shoving, and you can't see very much at all. Yeah, it's a, a lot going on, right? This, uh, this match could have kind of had maybe higher timbers at the end, even further, but uh, nothing escalated. Too much, too, too much. Um, but hey, that's where we are. There are a lot of reactions going on in the chat as well. D goalie, that was fun. We absolutely love that in there as well. Um, let's see, BJ, yep, keeper should have been sent off for a second yellow 
with the maze. Uh, with I, uh, the ma- I'd agree with the melee. broadly. Again, I think he gets away with it just because it's so late in the game. Absolutely. Seeing a fat kid, two goals went through the keeper's legs. Dodgy keeper. Dodgy keeper. He was saying, uh, and Jake, I believe as well, uh, Jake Anderson, of course, discount Jake, uh, was saying from the get-go that it's chaos. That keeper looked dodgy. That keeper looked. Dodgy. I mean, it was it was even just the little things of right, like the ball, the balls, uh, the balls, like what's it called rising plays the ball in. Keeper gets it with his feet, and you're thinking, okay, whatever, he's gonna pick it up, whatever. He flips. I mean, you can't really see what the table away, but he essentially flicks it up into his hands, catches it, kisses the ball mid play, and he just then passes it to his defender. It was weird. It was very weird. It was moxie. It was some sort of confidence thing, but it unraveled very quickly. Very Indeed. quickly. In fact, uh, rumor has it. Uh, through a through a water bottle and uh, into the ad boards, <laughs> not the ad boards. Anything but the ad boards. That's where I draw. He's actually line. quite lucky about that. Yeah. That's an intriguing one here because he threw it in frustration. It hit the ad boards. It was actually quite close to certain members of the media at that point, wasn't it? Um, yep. Of which Max was one of them. Technically, if that had struck you, that's a sending off offense. I should I should have feigned the injury. That's I should have given my best dive. That yeah. would have been a sending off yeah. offense in the first half. Yeah. That would have been violent conduct. The goalkeeper, if it had been yeah. caught, would have been sent off in that moment. If it hadn't been caught plausibly would have faced retrospective action from USL had it been caught on camera. Um, It's not something that you want to see happen. It's not something that I believe the guy in any way, shape or form was intending to happen. He's just trying to chuck it at at, at an ad board ultimately in frustration. But, and I know that's uh, the ads, the ads. Anything but the, anything. Uh, the, the ads. ads. Take anything me out, not the ads. the ads. No, any, but, yeah. but seriously now, it doesn't sure. matter the intent there. Sure. If you throw that, that's, you're taking that risk. And for a goalkeeper in that position, you are, to, to even throw that, knowing there are people in the near vicinity of it, yeah. idiotic decision to make because you are really risking the fact that that hits someone and your day could be done. 100%. We, I will, for what it's worth, did come over very immediately afterwards when they're yeah. stopping to play. Give, it, give, it, give the people in the area a pound. No, no hard feelings. But, it's, you know, even mentioned frustration, led in a second goal. Again, but again, yeah. it's one of those yes. moments that I yeah. don't think there's malice. No. But no, it's no, no. idiotic to do it because yes. you are inviting trouble yes. by doing so. Yes. 100%. I, I lo- I'm loving the chat, right? Everyone hit the like button, please, if you haven't already. Helps us out. Say, Lee, being at the game today was amazing, to be honest. Absolutely. BJ Trejo's footwork at the second goal to score one, two, through the keeper was a thing of beauty. Absolutely phenomenal. He was beautiful. Listen, we've said Danny Trejo, right? We've sung his praises many times throughout the season, right? He can put a goal in. It's the types of goals where he, other players, right? It is so easy in the moment to, okay, you have your shot. Take it where you need to, and you be decisive. And he is very decisive, but there are times where maybe you need to wait a second. We need to hesitate. That second goal, it may have looked easy where he goes around the keeper. That is not easy. It is so, so common often where you just take the shot. It's a bad anger. Key, uh, keeper either swallows it up or parries it away. He has the presence of mind to dribble around him and make it easy for himself. It is pure class. And he is now rising's uh, golden boot leader for the team. He is. He is. 12 goals. He's currently second in the league, joint second in goals plus assists with 17. Very impressive. and uh, Phenomenal player. You know, it's almost, uh, dare I say, shocker. It's our man of the match. Man of the match performance, really. Four goal contributions. Yeah. Four goal contributions gets you man of the match. Who would have guessed that? Shocker. Two goals and two assists for Danny Shocker. Trainer. Two goals, two assists, four shots, two of them on target. Again, well, two, two of those shots on target, two goals, pretty good. Four successful dribbles, too. I love that stat because he was just, he was just boss. I remember even there was a, there was a goal, there was a moment in the second half where um, Fede kind of chopped up a bit. Danny Trejo did a little elastico one, two, and it was, 
It didn't lead to a goal, but my word, he was on his stuff tonight. The entire team was. It was beautiful to see. Those are some of the comments after the game, actually, from rising coach Juan Guerra as he spoke about what this kind of performance from Danny, especially in the position they were in, no Manu, what this kind of performance shows. He yeah. says, look, it shows that Danny is one of the most important players in this league. Oh, yeah. In the league. Oh, yeah. And it's hard to argue with it. The form yeah. that he is on at the moment, knowing just how much he has stepped up in these last few weeks, we always said it was very quietly, very quietly, he was kind of sitting there right behind Manuel Artiaga. He had a good number of goals in this alley. You kind of didn't notice it because you see Manu as the top scorer. And Danny chips in with a couple of goals. You just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, he's sitting atop that with a, a fantastic performance overall. I think, look, I'm going to say this now. Before we move on. Of course. Before we move on. Of course. I'm saying this straight down the camera. Telegraphing it to Tampa. Nicholas Murray, you do not need to put a ballot out this week. No. We know who the player of the game is. A oh, week. Player of the week. Yes. Player of the week. I completely ruined my moment there. I was going to clip this. <laughs> You do not need to put a ballot out this week, Nicholas. It's okay. We all know it's Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo is player of the week. It's okay. Don't worry about the ballot. In fact, do the ads. We'll, we'll come back in a minute and with uh, some very, very interesting stuff on uh, exactly why Danny Trejo is player of the week. Oh, of course, of course. And if you don't, if you put anyone else up, for player of the week, he's gonna fly over to Tampa. He's gonna enjoy the airport lounge, and in that airport, I, lounge, I'd like to emphasize here: we're not making any threats. No, of course, of please. Course. No. Uh, no, I, I, no threats wait, whatsoever. Was, you know, let me finish. He was gonna say, like, don't make threats on my behalf here, Max. Gonna, I can find my own battles. I was gonna say, a piece of mind, just have a nice, friendly discussion. There was no threats here, but I you're was, making it sound that way, Max. You know, let me finish. What I was gonna say is, in the airport lounge, you're gonna enjoy a nice four peaks. Brew, we love that. See, that's where I was. I going. will. I will indeed. That's where I was going with this, man. You already know it. They got. Well, the, yeah, they, they got, got that nice uh, four peaks in uh, Terminal Four. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah, you can the find classic them. choice. You can find them everywhere throughout the valley, baby. They got the um, the red, the ales, the kilt lifters, the wows, the tee shots, everything. It's absolutely refreshing. Gonna need one to celebrate. This match tonight. Check out our friends at Four Peaks at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub on Instagram to keep up with all the latest and greatest going on in Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Well, you don't have to be. What well, you got? You no, 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 no. I'm just okay. ignore me. Ignore okay. me. I'll try, I'll try to. And, uh, you know, somewhere where you can also get Four Peaks is at our friends at Circle K. Circle K. They're also everywhere. They're everywhere throughout the country. Nice, very refreshing after this post game. I already lose my voice a bit by all the shouting and excitement that we got going on. But check out our friends at Circle K. And we got a deal for you, only exclusive to this here podcast. You text PHNX to 31310. Again, PHNX to 31310. You don't get one, you get two polar pops. Two polar pops. Super easy. Again, get out your phone. PHNX to 31310. Takes two seconds to get two poor pops on me, on Owen, on the PHNX Rising podcast. We got your bill covered at Circle K for that. Check them out for Yeah, Max is buying Circle K. Gosh darn it. Uh, check, check out all the snacks, the gas, the premium gas, everything they have. All kinds of great stuff. Shout out our friends at Circle K. Yes. All right. For the continuation, I'd like to invite a special guest to the podcast. It is USL voter, the man himself. Kind of shaking the light, sorry. Yeah. You are shaking the I, light quite a bit. <laughs> Discount Jake. He's coming. In he comes. We'll shuffle over a little bit. We'll shuffle over. Shuffle over a little bit. Make shuffle. some room for Discount Jake. We're nice and comfy. So, uh, Discount Jake, how are we feeling tonight? 
feeling good. I uh, just want to say that don't have to worry that my vote has already been placed. I don't need to see any of the other. You, you've already emailed Nicholas. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've actually sent him a text message. You sent him a text message. So uh, I mean, he's probably asked. But oh, he, he doesn't sleep. Is he going to sell match that he ain't asleep? True. But yeah, it, it, the performance tonight from Danny Trejo, it, especially with the fact that Manu was gone. So you and I, I've I've spoken before on this podcast about how I didn't like Danny playing centrally because when teams park the bus. You basically lost everything. Now, this was a, a team in El Paso that were not parked. They played a high line. And against a guy like Danny, who we saw him do this to Phoenix Rising when he was in Vegas for years. Him and Cal Jennings, I mean, like, that was an unbelievable duo. And the fact that Danny can come in, he's the main man. Two assists, two goals, could have had more, to be honest. It... I think he's at 17 goals now, which I think might actually lead the league. Sorry, 17 goals plus assists. No, there is one ahead of him on 19. Okay, but the point remains. He's Yeah, he's he, still he, right he's up there. there. The form he's in and the fact that Manu has slowed down in his goals scored, right? He was, he was on pace to be the Golden Boot winner. He's starting to fall behind now. But the fact that Danny can step up, still be the main player, be that guy, it, it, I think it really opens up some options for, for Phoenix mm -hmm. Rising to show that you don't necessarily have to play with a true number nine. You can play with a guy like Danny, who his ability to, once he has the ball at his feet in the box, I, I he's not just looking for goal. Like that, that's what's that's what's so remarkable about it. He's he's also looking to pass the ball. And when you have that type of dynamism within the final third, like you, you truly are going to be unstoppable. So again, it's one result. We can't get too far ahead of ourselves. But if Danny Trejo can play like this, you get Manu back. Get Manu back in form. I mean, you could really start to string some results, and you, and you really need to string some results at this point. You could, you could. By the way, just to, to give you those stats, um, as we requested in a way, Danny Trejo on 17, Russell Cicerone also on 17, and on 19 goals plus assists is Tani Oluwase from San Antonio. And that's from that guy who is experience. a, I think at the moment, when it gets there, Providing there's no drop-off, providing, broadly speaking, no one else steps up at a faster rate than he is, he's probably got to be the consensus MVP at this point. At this point, I would probably have to... The guy is leading the league in goals and assists despite missing the first two months. Like, it's... <laughs> it's one of those where you're just like... He'll have, yeah. my, he'll have my vote if it was today. Well, maybe, just maybe, he'll get recalled and do everyone else a favor in this and, league he's only that, on loan and that might happen because of how well he's playing yeah if a guy, oh, if a yeah. guy's if a guy's on fire like this you might as well bring him up to your, oh, yeah. your yeah if you've got space if you're able to get him in there absolutely absolutely um thomas here i have some of the other comments now as we go through uh thomas here danny left another one out there with the empty net situation i get that yeah i i get that i i was kind of standing up here at that point and obviously it wasn't quite so just, you know, a, a high-scoring game at that point. You're still thinking that one buries because it was 2-0, I believe, at that stage. I believe it was still 2-0 at that stage. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah it was 2-0, I believe, was at it? that stage. Was I think it was. I think it might have been three yeah. because I think mentally, as I was watching it happen, my thought process was you've gone from you've gone from let's, let's finish the game and put the game away to we're confident, we're feeling ourselves. And I don't want to say you're trying to embarrass your opponent, but you can start to try and do some things. I mean, we saw he ended up doing it again with that double touch to Meg to keep like you start to, to try and do some things that you maybe only do in training. Yep. But, you know, mm -hmm. because you're up three nil, four nil, 
if I miss this, I'm not being disrespectful, but it, it's something that's mm -hmm. like, oh, like I wish I would have come off. And yeah. you, you get to try it out in the game. Yeah. Sure. Uh, to be clear, the chat here is saying it was indeed at 2 now. Um, okay. So I, I get that. I mean, I was kind of standing up here willing him to just take the pop at it. Um, you know, once the keeper's out of the way, you might as well just take a pop at it. I mean, I know there are defenders there, but you're not going to dribble through everyone. So, but yeah, I get that. But still, when you have four goal contributions in a in one in, match, in one match, I think you've done all right. Just just a bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. Any other broader thoughts from you, Jake, coming off of that game? The performance tonight, defensively, it's one of those to where you, because of the goal, the the scoreline, we don't really get to talk about uh, the defense and the whole match. They never had the ball, and the, the stats, the fact that they even finished with 46% seemed high for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we kind of spoke about it. It didn't allow, the lack of possession didn't allow Phoenix to make the stupid mistakes that we have seen yeah. this year. I mean, there's no other way to yeah. call it. They're, yeah. they're no. dumb yeah. mistakes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But when you don't have the ball and you have to defend, and we've seen two matches now back to back, one was with 10 men for 80 minutes. Where this team can defend, this team can can hold a, a team and opponent scoreless. Now, granted, they collapsed last week, but to come back and and to grab this clean sheet, I I think the defensive performance goes unnoticed tonight, just because the scoreline was so high. So I just wanted to to point that out, and especially because I mean, Rocco after the mistake he made to, to basically give up the point last match to come back, he had some really good saves tonight, like he always does get the clean sheet, get the confidence up. So it, you hope you can carry this over into your next few string of matches because there are games you absolutely, absolutely have to win. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Jake, before you leave us, you got the old thing there. Come on. How many goals was it today, Jake? How many goals? Five. Was it five? <laughs> Damn. Damn. I saw, I saw. Five right. goals, five goals. Well, again, we always love having you on the pod. Discount Jake, everybody. Thanks, guys. Discount Jake. You can save 30% or more time at discount time. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Popping foods with this thing. And read it out. It was good. It was good. Um, no, but I, I think I think the very interesting thing about this, right, to, going off Jake's point, this team really is getting it done on both ends, right? If you take a look at the last three matches, they concede twice over a seven-minute stretch. In three matches, and that was with 10 men. That's it was. pretty darn impressive. Pretty darn impressive there. Um, I, I mean, man, it, it's one of those things. What more can you say about this team? I know, I know kind of we were talking a bit about how this team kind of breaks down differently when you have an Arteaga versus a Danny Trejo. And I think, right, it's not saying one is necessarily better than the other. I think they both, especially in the second half of the season, have been very prolific in front of goal, and they just give you something different. I think, too, you know, but what you said and to what Jake said, it's very, it's just different how you approach it. When you have a prototypical number nine, like an Arteaga, it makes you, you know, a bit more of like, hey, you have to build up a bit more. Maybe it's a bit more able to break down the defense. Dana Trejo, when he does play that number nine position, I do echo Jake as well. I did not like it, the thought of him being centrally in there because I think he is so versatile coming inside and creating havoc there. He does give you that dynam uh, dynamism in those runs that he creates. He does. He, it's just, it's something very, very impressive. It's, it's his pace. It's his finishing. I think just all those things combine to... A guy who he's also just incredibly, I think, deceptive and good at those runs in terms of 
catching the defenders off foot yeah. in a lot of ways. They're, they're, they're not expecting him to make that run through, which is incredible given that he does it all the time. Yeah. Um, but they always seem like they're like, everybody else is half a step behind him, just oh, even yeah. in thinking. I know. But yeah. by the time they've even registered that he's running past them and a ball has been launched forward, he's already three steps ahead oh, of yeah. them. And you aren't catching Danny Trejo in that moment. Yeah. You don't have any hope of catching Danny Trejo in that moment. No. And then when he gets up there and he's one-on-one, you either end up with the first goal for Rising, whereby you saw you had the vision to see that he had the supporting runner coming up alongside him, that it was going to be an easy, easy goal for Eddie Manjoma to tap that one away. Yep. Or he's just going to make you look like a fool. And he's going to slip it between your legs. Yeah. If yeah. you're a goalkeeper. So, I mean, yeah. it's... Well, I, I think that's kind of like the interesting part about this team is, again, it's it's not saying it, there's good parts to each, there's drawbacks to each. When you have an Arteaga and the system that's in the play there, it is a very much, okay, it's a bit more pragmatic. Is it, it is a bit more going off of what you coach, a buildup, and really looking to hone in on what you're training. And I'm not saying all that goes out the window with Danny Trejo, but he just gives you something of, oh, I'm going to make that 30-yard run. Oh, I'm going to kind of go this off-shoulder, have Carlos Harvey play me through, and then I put it back across goal. It's something that those types of moments, you can coach, but you either have that innately as a player to make those runs into, oh gosh, uh, as we as the roof may be collapsing on us, you either have the ability to make those runs innately, and that's like in your DNA, or it's not. And I think being able to work with both of them on the pitch uh, maybe even like see what that looks like in just different aspects. It's a nice element to this team that we have often said at times during the season that they are very one dimensional. This gives you another dimension. It does. It does. Um, the key thing now is to make sure that you don't overuse it on times. It yes. needs to be something that's consistently in the back pocket, but this can't become option number one and the only option as number one. Um, you know, I think teams will wake up to this. Teams will smarten up to the idea that Ryzen can put these kind of balls through. You've always got to have it in your back pocket, but you've got to have other ways of breaking down teams as well. Yeah. I will say this, a couple of other things here. Um, I mean, to David's point here, uh, last week being a man down, playing with cohesion for the majority of that time. Of course, that you get tonight as well. This yeah. team is gelling and he's oh, hopeful. I, like I agree. I agree. I genuinely think these last three games, we have seen some of the best Phoenix Rising performances that we've seen over the past two years. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that just they, they're doing everything right now. Yeah. Um, they're finding ways to, to get the ball on goal. In, 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 I mean, we saw that with Monterey. They find two, one of which is, again, a lovely weighted ball. We see that against San Antonio. Yeah. Again, how does the goal come? Someone plays Danny Trejo through yep. on a nice weighted ball forward. We see tonight. How many of them do we see tonight? It's just clicking. Those guys are clicking. Finally. Yeah. And if you can get on that form, you can ride that wave. You can go have a good run now into the playoffs, which I think the playoffs now, yeah. people who are worrying, maybe a little bit nervy about will they make it, will they want. Obviously, it's still not confirmed. Obviously, you're a long way to go still. Um, and it is possible that, of course, this team could, in theory, do an El Paso and fall off a cliff. But you'd hope not. Yep. And you'd hope, based on the performances we're seeing, that they're able to consistently keep producing these. Then I think come the end of the season, you're in a position whereby, yeah, you may you may have to travel on the road for the first round. But you're not, I, I don't think this is... If they can keep putting these performances in, they're not going to be last team in. Yeah. To me. No, that's fair. They're not going to be last team in. No. So, I don't know. I, I think... Look, if they can keep playing like this, the sky's the limit for this team. 
Yeah, no. Especially well, in a playoff format when it'll come down to like one-off games at the end of the year. I, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I'm seeing BJ saying that's the creativity that we've been missing last year. No, 100%. Um, also, seeing Damon in the chat, no free ads, Max. Yep, that's right. Emma's yelling at me. No free ads on this podcast. I will give you an ad, though. Valley Tap Room. Friends of Valley Tap Room. They'll give you something. Apparently, when you go there, they'll give you free beers. Good. If you say, no, put them no, on Max's no, no, no. That's not where I was going with this. Max is buying me. During, during the watch party, uh, I was a nice, generous man. Bought a lot of beers for people. Max was buying beers, buying and beers. he will buy more. No. Uh, beers are on Max. I don't like this jingle. We're not making this into a jingle. We're not making this into beers a are on Tifo. None Max. of that. None of that. I hear a lot of rumors going around. Why are you planting the idea in people's I'm head? I'm not. Tifo. No. Max is buying beers. Uh, way, way too wordy. Way too wordy. Uh, no, anyway. Check out Valley Tap Room. When we do events there, beers are often bought. It's a good time. We have trivia there. We have trivia there. Uh, there's karaoke. There are fun events. They have wine. They have wine slushies. They have all kinds of stuff. Check them out in person off the 202 and Gilbert and on Instagram at Valley Tap Room. Appreciate our friends there. Good time. Good beers. Good people. Just good. Good people. Shout out Dom. Just good My overall. He's the homie. Also, I want to shout out our friends at OG's Brands. Been a longtime partner of us across PHNX. Appreciate them. They get Max might need to chill tonight after a very exciting game. He's really got himself up. Now he may have to do the old uh, sleep edition. To yeah. Calm himself down. Get ready. Sleep, He's got to get some oh, sleep, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. A little sleep edition. Maybe a little indica. The uh, the minis, right? The three milligrams. Mm -hmm. Nice and easy for those who are looking to partake in the best cannabis gummies in the game. Check them out at OG's Brands. Everywhere we can find a local dispensary at OG'sBrands.com. Check them out on Instagram, on Twitter, on LinkedIn at OG's Brands. Yeah, that's right shout out linkedin man they have cool stuff on there too um and yeah appreciate our friends at og's brands you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly uh, a couple of last things i think before we move on from just this game in particular um i know some people are going to bring it up the penalty shout that eddie benjoma was cautioned for for simulation no nah, it was a penalty um no. stonewall penalty very clear that the leg is outstretched by yuma um and it's such a position that if contact was not made Minjoma, in that case, is making a reasonable effort to avoid contact. Um, he is entitled to do so. The offense, of course, is not kicking an opponent in a careless manner. It is kick or attempt to kick yep. in a careless manner. So the act of maybe missing there doesn't really matter. Yeah. It's, it's enough. He's blocking his way forward in a way that is very clearly a foul. And the referee should have been pointing to the spot in that moment. Yeah. Um, trying to think any other little tidbits I want to point out. Uh, shout out to AR1. Corey Rockwell made his modern USL debut today. Oh, there we go. Yeah, because he hasn't been oh. at this level since yeah. USL started. That's fair. <laughs> Actually, Corey, uh, he lives here locally yeah. um, and uh, was formerly a referee in the Club World Cup final. Oh. Well, assistant referee in that game. There we go. So, um, yeah, he's a, a much higher level than this. Apparently hanging up the white badge, the white FIFA badge, at the end of this year. How do you celebrate that? How does one celebrate that? What? How, how does one I celebrate that? I don't know. That? It's like a retirement of sorts. I, I mean, guess, it's not like cool. a full retirement, I guess. Well, do you like, still, like, like clap him? Yeah, he he's had a very good career. I'm not saying he has. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm being, like, genuine. Like, clap yeah. him off. That's cool. That's awesome. Okay. I'm seeing things in chat as well. Thomas, anniversary of Stay the Course ending his August 17th, not a coincidence. We've 
we're coming together. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Um, Lee thinking like OGs oh, when I put some in my mouth. Absolutely. And I'm seeing also, by the way, a lot of beers on Owen. Owen's buying beers. Devin in the chat, seeing it Max in multiple languages. Is buying no, no, no. Emma, highlight that, please. Yes, Owen buying beers. We love that. Yeah, absolutely. Just want to put that for the record. While you're buying beers, you want to go around the USL as well. Do we want to go around the USL? Do we want to? Do we want to? Or am Do we I need going to? to? Maybe just the, some of the highlights. Maybe. No, I'm going to read you all the scores. Oh, I'll read you all the scores. I know guy. you love them. Of course, in a day that USL was struck by issues with ESPN Plus that meant that games were not streamed in their usual home, uh, but instead found themselves yeah. being broadcast on YouTube. YouTube. That's right. You could watch the games today on YouTube. So, interesting if you were watching along. Let's read the scores now from today's matches. The Miami FC, nil. Indy 11, one. Yep. Detroit City, nil. Charleston Battery, one. Double A, triple A. Birmingham Legion, one. Sacramento Republic, one. Draw. Tampa Bay Rowdies, four. Monterey Bay, one. Florida Man. Louisville City, two. RGV, two. New Mexico United, nil. San Antonio, three. Defended the Alamo. San Diego Loyal, nil. Memphis, 901, one. Serves down. Pittsburgh Riverhounds, two. Hartford Athletic, nil. Black and yellow. And Las Vegas Lights, nil. Loudoun United, three. Oof. Yeah, that's painful, that last one. That's a toughie. That's uh, tough. that's, it's louder not very good. Um, I think that Memphis getting a win in San Diego is also big. Um, I think if you are a Phoenix Rising fan right now, and you're looking at all of those teams from mid-table down, right? You're talking Sacramento Republic, you're talking San Antonio, I don't think you should care about their results right now. It's actually better for you to see them not dropping points against teams in conference. You want to see them kind of run away with it. But if you're looking at some of the other games now, like your San Diego Lodge, you should be setting your sights on those. When they play teams in the East, you should be hoping that teams in the East are picking up those points right now. Because Rising should have their sights set on those kind of middle playoff spots. And when teams like San Diego are going to drop points at home against people like uh, against people like uh, Memphis, uh, and when you see other teams then who are in the chasing pack as well, like New Mexico dropping points, Monterey Bay dropping points, RGV, to be fair, they drop points on paper, but in reality, playing Louisville, I think that's still an eight-point game for them, yes. especially on the road. I, I think that in those kind of moments, you've got to be cheering for the Eastern Conference teams, or you've got to be cheering for... People like you, Sacramento, San Antonio, or dare I say, a Las Vegas Lights team that is in mm. most ways dead in the water at this point. Really and I think has zero chance of making the playoffs, zero no. chance of being a contender. Might as well play spoiler and ruin it for a few of those other teams. Nice. Like Do a good fa few favors for Phoenix Rising. Of course, they like could that. play spoiler for Phoenix Rising's chances, which we don't want to see. They will be meeting put in it a out couple there. of weeks. Don't, time. Put it, don't put it out there. No Fine. bus trip for that one. <laughs> a rumor has it. Uh, we're going to be on it. Maybe. Possibly. Possibly. Guess you have to find out. Potentially. Guess you have to follow PHX. I'm just going to surprising. Yeah, you will. Yeah, you will. On Twitter. Yeah. We're there. And YouTube. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is weird. I don't know what I, we're I doing. Kinda right like now. It. We have, I don't know what going. we are doing we're right now, on. but it's we're weird there. and we need to I, stop it. Yeah, we probably, you know, we kind of hit the mark at the mark of the podcast where it's kind of going off the rails. Probably Shannon. I know Producer Sam is probably screaming. And you know what? You know what else? You know what else we've hit the time of? What? Beers on mics. Okay. No, I do want to shout out the diehards in the chat. 
Come on Dyer today if you guys haven't. At least consider it. It's a fun time, right? We're in the Discord. We, uh, you know, doing all kinds of membership stuff. Really fun. Every single year of your membership, including when you sign up, get a free T-shirt. Again, every year afterwards, you get 20% off events. D-back, uh, the, our friends PHNX D-backs actually had a very nice event at Chase Field. Um, had some beers. Uh, not bought by me, but bought by other people. Um, also had some seats and everything like that. Diehard's got 20% off that. Super fun. You get 20% off merch. Uh, and... We are doing uh, doing fun things, right? We did the the pool, the World Cup pool, and uh, actually, speaking of which, that's actually gonna be interesting because yeah, that's gonna be coming up anyway. I'll finish this first. Become a diehard again. Check out phnxlocker.com for those of you who are diehard in order to join. We do have the two matches. I just want to send off on that. We have Spain and Sweden on Tuesday. Australia, England on Wednesday. Today, I feel Australian. Yeah, gee, I, I, I wonder. I will, uh, yeah, I, I will actually lay the gauntlet down one more time. Nice little, uh, nice little bonus is I know that we have our PHNX rising pool going on, and the offer still stands. Uh, whoever the winner may be, you know, right? Oh, geez, Circle K, Four Peaks, all kinds of good stuff. I will up the ante on the number of beers I will buy. Max is buying beers. I've already, I've already, I've already mentioned. This. We can clip this. You can't Don't worry, this. I'll clip this. Oh no, you cl- make sure to clip this part as well. Whoever wins, I'm starting now in the semifinals. The winning team, total up your goals from the semifinal and the final. Whatever that final number of goals are for the winning team, that's how many additional beers I will be adding on. Ooh. So if they win six nil. Oh dear gosh! There goes Ooh. there goes my wallet, but yeah, that's what's happening. So there you go. There Max you go. Max is buying beer. Boom! What now? But yes, we're gonna have one of those matches decided when we join you guys Tuesday at six p.m. Yeah. Anything else for the people? Owen? Anything else for the people? Uh, I think remember again. Okay. Max is buying beers. All right. can, <laughs> I knew that no, was coming. You can follow, <laughs> thank you guys for joining us on the PHNX Rising post-game show. You can follow us again on Twitter if you haven't freaking heard by now at PHNX underscore underscore rising. You can follow this guy on Twitter at... You didn't o- let me do the double the underscores thing. Oh my gosh, double the underscore. Double the fun. They oh. won tonight and we didn't get a shot. You didn't let me do that. Yeah, but to be fair, it's like it was like double, quadruple, quintuple the goals. But you know what? Right. Anyway, we got an airport behind us. Our producer Emma is telling us to land the plane. Yeah, we, 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 yeah, yeah. We'll follow, argue on you, Tuesday. You, you we'll can, fight it you out. You can then. follow on Twitter at OJMNC18. You can follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. You can follow Jake on Twitter at JWA1994. Yes. Good job, Brain. And remember, it's a beautiful game, but it's way more better when you uh, score, score five, five goals. goals. Boom. That's out. We're done. Bye.